So hello good people of the internet, this is Tommy Kelly and this is the Tommy Kelly Podcast and today I'm going to talk to you all about the four devils. So yeah, let's get into that really quick. So the four devils arrived on the scene um, last, last week, um, Tuesday, Wednesday, Wednesday, maybe, can't remember. And um, Basically, for a long while, I've had the idea of having servitors or familiars or servants or energies, archetypes or ideas um, that would correspond to the things of the classic uh, health, wealth, wisdom and happiness. And I also had in my head the idea of them being, not like a team, but like, um, a collection of, you know, an independent separate thing rather than part of a bigger thing like the 40 servants or, or something similar. And when I started doing the 40 shadows, I had the idea to call them the 40 devils. And ultimately that doesn't really work with what the 40 shadows are because it's more of a meditative thing. And while you could say it's, you know, shadows are devils and they're things to stop, I thought it would it bring too much kind of baggage with it. So it's not, not the best name for that, but I still liked it. It's coming back to the, the thing I said before about um, the 40 servants and why I, one of the reasons why I picked that name was because I really liked the kind of hoodoo stuff of like the four thieves or that kind of thing. So the four devils seemed really cool and I really liked it. So the idea was that I was going to do one, one of them and um, put it up and just see, you know, maybe do another one in a while and just... You know, again, this thing of my, uh, me of just doing it for myself, not really expecting any kind of response. Take it to be one or two people would be um, interested, and then you know that would be the end of it. Now I've spoken before about rifting <laughs> when I talk on the podcast, but I have a good excuse today because I'm drinking um, Coke Zero. That probably won't focus if you're watching this, because I have just done the Q and A for the Patreons and I just needed a bit of a caffeine buzz. So <clears throat> if I rift in this one, it's not that weird thing I do. It's because of carbonated water. So I did the first one and the first one I did, I completed it. And these are how I or pronounce the names. So it um, was Jardel and that was the money one <coughs> for wealth. And um, it just kind of came out and it was said that, you know, I kind of had an idea what it would, she would look like and posted it, put it, actually put it on the website and all that kind of thing. And then there was like an, an immediate big response. So it kind of went, all right, so I would, I took it down off the website because I'll do it as a full post when all four of them are done, you know, make, because rather than, because when I did the 47.4, I did it in different posts. People, you know, Google is picking up on these posts and um, sending people the wrong direction. So ultimately, it's better to keep it all in one place. And that's why I go, right, I'll learn my lesson from that before and keep it all in one place. So then I said, well, sure, I may as well do two of them, you know, and um, I did. And then over the course of the day, it just went crazy. And um, so much to the point that I put up a kind of tongue-in-cheek post later in the, the night that I have won the internet while well, I've won Facebook because it just went I don't know, I was going to say crazy again, but it just went insane, like so much attention and so much feedback and so much interest in them all that it was, um, 
phenomenal and it was you know a bit kind of a bit taken aback because it's always those things that you think that that you put the most effort into and to do, do you know really think about it and really think oh people will love this or that people don't care about and it's the stuff that you kind of do unbeknownst to yourself like when I was write when I was doing the comics when I was doing holy numbers and I was doing them I kind of as much as possible tried to get out of the way of the creation of it like trying to just let it come out this sounds it sounds really hokey but it's how I work when I when I'm drawing whatever just let it do what it wants to do coming from that whole thing of like the sculptor the rock when they get the rock the statue's already in there they just have to remove the bits that aren't the statue so seeing myself as a conjurer. Now it's not. I'm not saying that these things are in any way channeled or you know divinely inspired. Or it's just my way of getting myself out of the way and just letting whatever is the thing that wants to be to come true. Now I do think there is some sort of tangible thing to ideas, and when I talk about things being an idea, it's definitely not in a kind of derogatory or making it lesser than you know. A real thing and an idea. I think an idea is actually more real than a real thing. So I mean like the idea of a book is far more powerful than the actual book. So when I say ideas I mean them in the best possible way. So I do think that like the, these ideas have kind of um, seems to be some sort of you know um, sentience to them at times or at least it appears that way or it's um, that think of them that way is helpful and it works. And uh, if you want, there's a great um, TED video, TED talk that Elizabeth Gilbert does, your one who did Eat, Pray, Love. And she talks about this kind of day of being around and allowing ideas. And she has a thing about Tom Waits and she's the poet, who I can't remember right now, about <clears throat> grabbing these ideas. And sometimes they're, they're just out of grasp. And then when she gets them, it comes in backwards. And all this kind of stuff that only happens if ideas are sentient or have some sort of tangibility. Alan Moore's idea of, <laughs> Alan Moore's theory of that there's an idea space. And most people just grab the ideas that are close to them, around them. you know, And they're the ones that people, it's like when you first get into something, you do the same things that everyone else does because they're the ideas that are closest to you. But the more, more important ones, the better ones are out there behind us and they're the ones you should go for and it's the thing that if you like everyone has had the experience of having an idea and not doing anything on it and then a year later someone else is, you see has taken that idea and done it and it's almost as if ideas jump from people go will you manifest me no will you manifest me and until they find someone who actually gets them out and it's like it's the idea wants to be born and so whether or not ideas are sentient or have a tangibility or some sort of selfhood in an animistic sense that's the way to behave to me or seem to be behave and I find it very workable so when I say trying to for me to get out of the idea of the out of the way of the idea that's what I'm doing allowing that to come true now whether that comes from idea space or somewhere in the back of my head or wherever is irrelevant to the process it's the wise in this case, I'm, I'm not not that concerned about. So, um, if you're watching this in a video rather than just um, the podcast, this is now this is going to be hard to focus. Maybe not. Jardel, and this is the servitor for Welt. And then next, I did 
Harvin. Not sure again if that's folks on my screen, previous screen is very small. So. Um, and he's for health. And again, that's how I pronounce it, Harvin. The next one I did was Cranvok, which is for happiness. And then the final one is Varmon, for wisdom. Now, um, people are pointing out that um, they're not really representative of the thing that they are meant to um, represent. In that Cranvok doesn't look particularly happy. Or, um, you know, the Harvin, being that it's skulls and death or whatever, is not particularly good for health. And I said at the time, well, I, I, these things will turn out to be more clever, cleverer than um, they may seem at first. And someone then pointed out to me that if you see it as someone who, like say Cranvok, and goes, doesn't look happy, but he's a servitor that would bring you happiness because he is the person who takes away the sadness. So he's going to look sad. So he's pulling away the bad shit so that your good shit, good shit can grow and feel better. And you know, and you can, you can radiate with happiness. So would, so it's like, I mean, it's just an interesting point that a servitor who can bring you happiness might ne not, not necessarily be happy themselves because that would be the function. They feed on sadness and they feed on depression and all that kind of stuff. So someone like Harvin, like a health servitor, you think to be very vibrant and, you know, full of energy or whatever, but not because they take away the debt, they take away the disease, they take away the hurt, they take away all, you know, the, all the bad stuff. And so that would be, that's an interesting thing because it also works with like, like the devil kind of look to Gerardel for, you know, for wealth, like that there is a kind of a, a devilish element, you know, the, the mammon element of money and, you know, that kind of, kind of thing. So there is the thing. The plague doctor for uh, wisdom could be that, you know, doctors are learned and, um, you know, there's a high intellectual thing to it. I don't know, that will, that will present itself, what that, what that is. But it could be that I really like the idea that it's the opposite of what you think. And that was not consciously intentional, but works really, really well. Particularly on Cranvok and Harvin. But I'd say the other ones will, uh, that will present itself in time, as the 40 servants did in many ways. So, how to use them? Well, this is the thing. Um, it depends on what kind of relationship you want to have with these. If you want, if you see them as actual entities, then work with them as actual entities. That's the point of chaos magic. You work within what the, the sphere of what you're doing. So, if you want to work with them as entities, believe that they are entities and not kind of kid yourself with entities. They are entities. Go with it. That's what they are. That's what they do. So, you would treat them in the same way you would treat. A demon from the Goetia or one of the names of Marduk from the Necronomicon or whatever way you work with these things. So you would, you know, treat them and talk to them and deal with them in that manner. If you want to deal with them as purely as just energies, you could invoke them into you so that, you know, like say invoking Cranvok into you to remove all the negativity and sadness from you. You know, to push all that out and then see, see him then leaving with all that from what a trail. Like a real as a visualization healing exercise. That can be massively powerful. That's that kind of, I, I like kind of the visualization, uh, active imagination type stuff. And I like the idea of invoking stuff because it, um, 
it takes away from the intercessory thing of it of asking someone to do something for you. You're taking it in and taking the, on that energy and doing it yourself in a certain way. You're putting on the clothes of this being so that you can do these things yourself, so you can clear out yourself, so you can point to where your, you know, your depression lies. Like if you feel, I often when I'm sad, I can feel it right here in you know, my heart. So you could visualize that changing and moving and pushing out and replacing it with something and then that whole thing leaving with Cranvac as he leaves. So you don't have to believe in them as being a, as an identity. They seem to do have some of the, all these servers seem to have some sort of tangible thing going on or some sort of personhood, but that could just be an idea, and I'm okay with that. You know, it, that's fine if it, it makes it workable. So uh, you know, that's good. And, and then ultimately, you can just think of them as ideas and whatever, and work to them just as uh, you know, it's like charms or a talisman or kind of thing like that. I I would suggest just talking to them uh, first of all and saying what you want, saying things out loud even from a non-magic point of view, saying things out loud and uh, uh, oh, articulating you know, exactly what your problem is can be massively helpful, which is why I feel when you talk to someone else about your problems, a lot of the time, is it's the, why that is, can be so helpful is because you are literally getting that out of you, where it's in your head, you can have these thoughts in your head and these ideas, but as soon as actually you, you put them into words, you can sometimes see how ridiculous they are that you can't when they're in your head. So even, so I always suggest when people are working with any sort of things is to say it out loud, say it, talk to it as if you, you were talking to a person or whatever. And that can reframe things and that can get you to uh, see things from a different point of view. From, so from the, the magic point of view, even from then, it starts from when you start talking, when you start getting it out. Because that's the movement. You've changed something. Something has changed. You've projected. Something has come out. Offerings then. I All, all my offerings are candles and uh, intention. And the, um, so, you know, give them a candle to, when you ask. Give them a candle when you get it. And then if you feel the need, give them a public thanks. But they're set as servitors need to be fed. These are set as all, all my stuff is set to feed on attention and use. So by using them, you are feeding them. By giving them attention, you are feeding them. So they're not, people often worry about, oh, what are they going to, you know, they're going to take something from me. They're not going to take anyone's energy. They're not going to do anything bad. They feed on attention. That's what sustains them. So the more they're used, the more they, they, they live. Like an idea, like any sort of idea, in that the more it's used, the more it's, um, pass around the more tension it gets the more alive it is you know that's how it works in my in my mind or how it works best or whatever and so that the more of a night like if four people use a servitor that you know that's kind of a small sphere of influence whatever if four million people use it and it becomes you know common common parlance or common you know usage in day to day like if your mum starts knowing about it or whatever then it's a much more powerful idea or servitor in that way but it doesn't affect what someone else does with that idea it doesn't really affect what you do with that idea other than it's made it all adds to the overall thing so if that makes sense i've talked before about what um People using it will add more power to the servitor, but won't necessarily affect what you're doing. To a point, I suppose, like if someone, it's like the swastika thing, like someone can do something so terrible that it destroys the idea for everyone. But I don't think servitors in this sort of level thing is ever going to get to the, you know, the, the Nazi German kind of uh, level of destruction. So no one is really, what other people do, isn't going to affect what you do um, with them. So yeah, offerings, um, 
be very specific about what you want um, like saying I want more money is not really that helpful because you know 20 cent on the ground is more money you know you got what you asked for but not what you wanted which is the big thing in magic you will mostly get what you asked for but not necessarily what you want so give it a time limit like uh, as well possibly like people go oh how do I know when it's worked has have you, have you say I need this within the week otherwise if you say I need you know fifty dollars you could get that in 10 years you know like just say I need it within time so you know whether it worked or not and if it didn't work then change what you're doing Um. so yeah be specific talk to them like you would talk to anyone uh, offerings and um, feeding attention and I've given you how I pronounce them you can pronounce them as you see fit. I think that's kind of it. There is a post which will link in the show notes for this that um, you can get the printable downloads. So you can print these out and use them yourself. There's the sigils there, the name, the whole thing. Um, and I frequently asked questions because loads of questions on the first day or two. So you can um, find out what my general answers are to them. And a bit more behind the thing. So there's shareable kind of JPEG ones and then there's printable um, PNGs, I want to say. And all the information you, you 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 could need there. So that'll be in the show notes. So that's the four devils. That's what I got up to uh, last week. And uh, yeah, that's been a remarkable kind of um, event, I suppose. Uh, and uh, yeah, really good. Glad it happened. Surprised it happened, but that's the way it is. That's how it goes. So yeah. <laughs> And that is the Tommy Kelly podcast once once more. And um, that's it for another week. Um, if you want to check out more of what I do, you can go to the podcast itself uh, at adventuresandwoo.com. And there's a whole section just there in the podcast. And you can listen to all the other episodes. I think there's about 25 or so at this point. If you want to know more about the 40 Servants, you can go to 40servants.com or, excuse me, the40servants.com. And all the information uh, you could possibly need is there, including a link to a blog post which explains how to use the 40 servants without buying anything or spending any money whatsoever. So it's all there, so you don't have to buy into any sort of thing to be able to use any of this stuff. The link for the four devils will be in the show notes um, below this or above this, depending on what part of the internet you're on. And you can get me on Twitter, which is at Tommy Kelly, which is T-O-M-M-I-E. I'm on Facebook, Adventures in Woo Woo. If you search that, you'll find the page. There's the 40 Servants group. Uh, Instagram, Pinterest, Tumblr, all the places I'm there. And if you can, if you could share this, like this, and uh, you know, tell other people about it if you think they're interested. Don't spam people, don't send it to people who you don't, you know, don't want any of this stuff. It's not worse than that. But if you think people would be interested in it, but a like really does help, a share really does help, and all those things, um, I would much, much appreciate it. And if you want to even go a step further and help me even more, you can check out my Patreon, which is tommykelly.com, T-O-M-M-I-E, and there's four tier rewards, and you get different, you know, rewards for each level of, of the thing. Starts at, at like a dollar to $25, and check it out. And uh, until then, um, until then until next week and um, good people of the internet have a wonderful wonderful week and be good and be well and be happy and be safe <laughs>